Um, I'd like to say something that I looked on uh, on iTunes on our podcast, and we've got like a lot of like 146 five star reviews. It's like, wow, yeah, more than 10 people. I was like, oh wow, more. That's yeah. amazing and surprising. Yeah, it was like a more. It was like, yeah, it was like a hundred and a hundred and something. I, I want to say 146, and they were all five star reviews. Yeah, wow. So thank you very much, mom and all of her friends. Hey, hey, what's going on? Rob and Rich are the kings of kind. Live from Fartoon Studios and wherever Rich is, it's Kings of Con, the podcast. This week's guest, Kings of Con, Amy Garcia. Amy Sendimes Garcia Lopez de Ordenes or Amy Garcia, is an American actor. She's known for her television roles as Veronica Palmero in the ABC sitcom George Lopez, Yvonne Sanchez on the CBS period drama Vegas, Jamie Batista on the Showtime drama Dexter, and Ella Lopez in our favorite show, Fox turned Netflix drama Lucifer. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Garcia! Amy Garcia, there she Amy is. Garcia. <laughs> Amy Garcia. Amy. Hi. Hi. You caught me in the middle of watching this. I, I I follow this Instagram about only good news. Literally, I just and and it's a coach, and he's like, "How late did you work last night?" And one of the guys is like, "Oh, I worked until 11 p.m." And he's like, "How many of you other guys worked till 11 p.m.?" And no one said anything. And he's like, "That's right, because you're all on scholarship." But he worked till 11 p.m. and he's here with a smile on his face. He is paying for school, you guys. And as wow. of today, he got a scholarship. And then the whole team. What? Yeah, I love uh, that. Awesome. Oh man, <laughs> that is my heart. I was like, I was like, oh shoot, I guess I'm on. Hi. Uh, that's Hi. awesome. <laughs> Wait, is yeah. that the show that uh, that Chris, what's his name, does? Or uh, what show is that? It's Chris. What's his name? Huh? Yeah. No, thank good news. Do you guys follow this? Oh, the good news, the good news uh, page. Yeah. No, oh, cool. I've never. But now I know. You should. Because that's good news. I love it. Wow. Yeah. It's good news. It's just you know a little uplifting. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. I, I just, yeah. Why, why can't I think of the, who's the guy who was on The Office? You know. It was John Krasinski who started John Krasinski, it, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then he no, and then he like passed it off, so it kept going, He's, right? He started it yeah. at the very beginning of of lockdown. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Here's my segue. Speaking of good news, is there anybody more upbeat or pleasant than Amy Garcia? Amy I said Garcia. it. Yeah. <laughs> the, best. the best. I mean, Rob and I know her, and we're going to talk about our origin story with you because it's a fun story. <laughs> but but truly, having both known you and worked, you don't, you, you're just meeting Tina for the first time. So there's, yes. there's Tina. Tina. Tina, <laughs> Tina Amy, glasses, and Tina. By the way, Thank I have a you. Girl with, girls with glasses. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tina's also a a bright, shiny light of positivity. But in this case, we're focused not on Tina, but on you. Yes. Um, You are just, I have been with you in the trenches. And whether it be an an easy day on the set or a difficult day or a challenging day or whatever, you're just just a a breath of fresh air, young lady. You are just an upbeat energy. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I my it's my dad. My dad's just like the he's super chubby but thinks he's skinny. He's a very <laughs> he has, Hey Robbie. Yeah, he oh. has like what we would call reverse body dysmorphia. And uh-huh. um and Hector is Is that really a thing? <laughs> Like a positive way, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I was gonna say, hey Robbie, there's another guy like me. You didn't let me finish that. Oh. My hey Robbie moment. Oh, good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, on record, that's name, not what please. it. Please. On, on on the record, that's not what it sounded like. No, Robbie's the one. Look, only one of us is sponsored by Lululemon, and it ain't it ain't me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go back to your dad. Your dad has got a made up syndrome. I mean, or do you, I feel like you. Well, no, it's quite real. Like he, he insists that his protruding stomach are turtle shell abs. It's so funny. The other day he's like, yeah, I know how the anorexics feel. And we're like, what do you mean, dad? He's like, when the anorexics look in the mirror, they see a fat person, but they're not fat. And when I look in the mirror, I saw a fat man today, but I know I'm not fat. I'm like, dad, when he's so earnest and serious, great shape and he has tons of muscles and, you know, so, and he's a very jolly Puerto Rican man. So I, Uh I, I I full circle to say, I think it's, it's just him. He's like, even if the house burns down, at least we have family, no matter what, Uh everything, at least we Uh have total Disney guy, you know? Now, where is that? Where, where did you grow up? Chicago. Oh, that's right. Nice. I, I ask you this all the time. That's right, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I got to say, and and I've had the great pleasure of meeting Amy's parents. You may not remember oh. this, Amy. They were in. A, they came to a table read one time when when I was <laughs> set to direct, and they showed up. And Amy's like, "Hey, everybody, this is my my mother." And me and everybody else like, "You don't say." You guys look exactly alike. Oh really? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. It was like it was like you could have said, "Hey, this is my." Twin sister wearing a wig that's slightly different than me. Like, is it the face, the features are all exactly the same? Yeah, yeah. She, are you guys similar in personality? I mean, are you like your mom? She, I don't. She's, she's a very hard worker. Like she, she's you know seventy two years old. She's still working. She, she has the energy. I don't know where that comes from. But she's totally self made. I really admire her because she grew up super poor in Mexico and um and just made her way you know she's she's an immigrant and she um she she went to northwestern she was the first latina to graduate northwestern's that's amazing that's amazing and you and you did too right i i did too yeah but she's actually more educated than i am she has her master's i just have you know i just have my bachelor's but she um she was, it was only one of two women in the whole program. It was her and this other friend who she, they're now best friends from Thailand. And, um, it was, it was all dudes. And wow. so the professor was telling people about the dress code. He's like, all right, guys have to like trim their beards and do this. And then he looked at my mom and her friend and he's like, I don't know what to do with you guys. I, I don't know. <laughs> trim, trim your beard. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I really admire her. She she recorded all the classes and then translated the classes, wow. transcribed the classes, and then studied the classes. Wow. What wow. a layabout. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh go yeah. do something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Such a, <laughs> such a loser. You know? So, um, you know, I went to Northwestern too. Hmm. Right. So, I didn't know it, that. You're a wildcat. Yeah. So actually, you're. She's what? Like maybe the third, at least the third guest we've had that is a Northwestern graduate. We have had a few. We've had a couple of my friends on. 
I think there's a there's a strong proponent of North Northwestern alums here in Southern California in, yeah. in this industry. And then of course, Rob, yeah. because you're one, you have a deep connection to yeah to several. He, yeah. You Amy might be third in a row. I mean, Paul mm-hmm. wasn't Hank in there recently. Yeah. Like you hey, know, Paul, yeah. that's been a northwestern heavy mm-hmm. podcast i feel like they have a name for it's like the wildcat mafia isn't uh-huh. that yeah. something like that i think it might be what it. did you did you major in radio theater. television film theater, oh, yeah. theater. podcasting yeah. he's, a, he's a podcast major <laughs> david downs, who is your teacher david downs david downs are you david also i was in theater oh you weren't no what were you I was, uh, oh God, I'm sounds like, I was economics, journalism, and French, Ooh. but. That's I, what I was going to guess. I was going to guess that. Yeah. But I auditioned for all the plays. Like I did course mm. line. I was like Morales and course line. And I, I feel like the theater majors are like, who is this chick <laughs> who just, you know, who came from like microeconomics class. And it's just That's like, awesome. and I felt nothing, you know, but, um, but yeah. Oh, that, that was Mor- Morales' song was that. I feel the snow. I feel the rain. I was about to ask you what Morales' song was. I couldn't remember. Try Morales. Da, 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 da. Rich, I could listen to this the whole podcast. Wow. Dude, I, 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 I'm a musical theater fanatic. I mean, like, I, I, I know it all. I just you can't never know it. You never know it, but he is. This is a. It's, I've never yeah. suspected. It's a fact about him. It's it comes out of nowhere. You're like, no, come on, you're just pulling my leg. Yeah, no, man, you're making fun of me. It feels like, like no, he's no, making no. fun of you at first, and then you right? realize, oh, yeah. what's your favorite musical? Like, if went to church, sing Santa Maria, send me guidance, send me guidance. Oh, wow, and that's even the third <laughs> I love. I, I'm telling you, I know the whole thing. I can do chorus line the whole thing. I do all of chorus line. Okay. With a break to split to to flip the vinyl because mm-hmm. that's how I listen to it. What's your? But um, Amy, Amy's asking, no, I, what's your what's your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite musical? Since that's your that's mm. your wheelhouse. Man, the I was just talking to the kids about this because we were listening. We I I was driving my sons home seventeen hours from Oregon back to Los Angeles, and my wife had already flown, so we did seventeen hours straight. And one of the things I do with them every now and then is we'll listen to a Broadway play soundtrack because. It's the whole thing. It's like a book on tape. You yeah. know, you're getting the whole story. It's great. Which is what my parents did with us, which is how I know so many Broadway plays. And so we did Les Mis, what we listened to, the original uh, cast of mm. Les Mis with Colm as uh, uh, Jean Valjean, the whole nine. And then, but I said my favorite was uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I was a massive Fiddler on the Roof fan. And so as a kid... This is a quirky Rich Spate thing, but my dad driving me to camp every every day, driving me to the bus stop, which was, uh, you know, we'd go out there and shoot guns and, and fire bows and arrows, things you can't do anymore uh, at a camp without, because somebody would get killed. Um, <laughs> but every day, but he'd drive me to the bus stop, we would listen to Zero Mustel's rendition of If I Were a Rich Man. Well, that's the best. He's, yeah. he's amazing. Ooh. You know, there's a great documentary about that, about all about the putting up of that musical i saw that and it's fantastic like how they researched it and found the story yeah. and all that yeah, like yeah, yeah. really interesting yeah oh my god i had no you're an onion yeah he is. Yeah, <laughs> he is. the layers i'm, I'm a redneck <laughs> onion yeah layers i yeah. on wow. the street we call him he's called they call him the onion yeah on the street. yeah it's a street yeah nickname. well i 
I'm you're full of surprises, Rich. I, I well, so are you, Miss French Triple Major. I mean, come on, you got. I mean, like, who knew? Who would know this about you unless you uh, came and told us? Dorian. So, do you still speak it? Are you still fluent? Come see, come No, I I'm okay. I mean, I'm. It's like a muscle, right? If you don't use it, it gets rusty. So it's really rusty. But if I was dropped in France and was there for three weeks, I think I'd, I'd do it. You could get by. And right. If not through charades, you know what I mean? If you're like, ooh, a, yeah. le, le, ah. Right, yeah. And, and they all speak English. Every, yeah. time I've, every, every time I've gone to France, I've tried to show off my French. I'd go into a restaurant and be like, un table pour deux. And they're like, a table for two. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Please try not to insult the flag. Oh my God, you speak restaurant. French. Yeah, a little. I mean, like you. I mean, yeah, Rob speaks. You know, That's Rob and I've been. Rob and I've been on a. We've actually been to dinner in France together, oh. trying to order in French. Cute. Wait, why do you speak French? Are you just did, in did school? I just took it for like six years. Oh. I took it at Northwestern too. Oh, you did. Okay. Um, but I just yeah, I just took it for a long time. Just took it for a long. I don't know why. I just really liked it. But, oh my god! And why? No, where are you from? Are you from Chicago? Is that? No, I'm from Missouri. Oh, okay. So pretty born, Midwest. Yeah, pretty mid, like seven hours away from Chicago. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I a lot of people Chicago. call Missouri the the France of the Midwest. I mean, it's not it's not unusual. Missouri, you know. So we we and Rob and I have about the same level of French. Like we're 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 about plateau, which means we're we're no help to each other. It's like if Rob Rob gets stuck, looks to me. I'm like, uh, look, I'm the wrong um for this problem. Bon chance, me, mon ami. So how's it going? How's it going on the Lucifer? Um, it's going great. I mean, it's bittersweet. It's mm-hmm. our last season. So, um, you know, it's, I can't believe we're the show that just keeps on going. It's, it's amazing. A lot of ups and downs as, as everybody knows. Yeah. But, um, it's been going great. I just did a scene with, um, the entire cast, which is very rare because yeah. mm-hmm. COVID and usually it's like limited to like one or two or three cast members. And then, you know, that's like yeah. max, but, um, in this particular episode, everyone was in it, and it was just so fun. Like I had, okay. I had a little thing that I had to say, and even though the cameras weren't on them, they were like tearing up, Aww. and Rachel's like sobbing, you know. And I was like, oh my god, you guys wow. are giving me the, the juice, you know. You guys yeah. are. I was so sweet. Like no one phoned it in. Everyone was super present. Everyone, because it's like tennis. You can't. You can't right. play it by yourself. And so right. it's nice to have that even six seasons in. And Yeah. Um, you and know, you guys like, are such a troop. I mean, you've been at it, you know, six seasons is a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys are 16. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you know. the show was. I, yeah, I'm not sure Rob and I benefited. I mean, we, we've been associated with the show for, forever, but we weren't boots on the ground every episode. Yeah. You know, so that was very, you guys, and your journey, which we've, you know, we've, we've talked to Tom and to Rachel on this show storied in its sort of on again off again romance with actual you know with mm-hmm. with existence so to speak mm-hmm. i mean yeah you're you're a show you're a hit on fox fox does lord knows why drops you then netflix picks you up then they're only doing this many but then mm-hmm. i'm just kidding we're gonna do more mm-hmm. i mean this it's a lot of a lot of emotional tug of war you guys have have survived yeah but i think it really is um you know a testament to the fans voting with their viewership. It's one of those yep. things where our journey reflected the fan fervor all over the world. And that's what I love most about it. Like I saw, I'm really active on 
I try to be active on social media and someone sent me a video, I think it was from India, of people in a bar and they were all gathered around a huge TV on top of the bar watching Lucifer. And as soon as Dennis walks in as God, everyone starts cheering. And I thought, oh my gosh, how cool that, you know, in Catholic countries were huge, the irony, Uh, (laughs) Brazil, uh, Italy, um, this was India, New Zealand. And I thought, wow. what a cool thing. Awesome. Same with Supernatural, right? I said, what a cool thing that all over the world, all <laughs> walks of life, all ethnicities, yeah. all genders, all sexual orientations, all ages. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so cool about you know the Comic-Cons is you get to see your fans face-to-face and you mm-hmm. think super religious families that look like they're Mormon. And then people wearing like you can barely see skin because they are so tatted up and then nine-year-olds that are like i love ella and you're like you're nine why are you watching <laughs> a show about the devil you know so yeah. and like all these things look they make these dolls which are so yeah. cute oh. and, yeah, that's awesome and this okay. fan art get it fan art whoa um, oh like, clever and well done yeah it's all hand handmade and they make these little tip jars of positivity. They're like, if you ever having a bad day, just open it up and you'll get some love, some note from somewhere in the world, you know? And it's like some fan. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Girl, That's just great. So How can I not leave this? And like, like pillows. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this. But, wow. you know, <laughs> they're just, it's just so sweet. And they're so yeah. talented. And, and it's just, I, I've been around a long time. And it's nice to be on a show that people watch. Because I've also been on a lot of shows where your mom watches it. And, like, that's it. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah, no, yeah. Lucifer, I mean, Lucifer, it, it, it goes away. It comes back. It's number one. Like, you know, it's one of those shows where it didn't just come back. It hits yeah. Netflix and takes over the, the streaming platform. It becomes a... Yeah. a, a it reestablishes itself as a hit every time every time it relaunches. And yeah. you directed one of our episodes, and we love we love you. On well, thank you, thank yeah. you. Super chill, super chill, super like like you got you got jokes. You're a funny guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's good. It's well, thank like, you. It's like hour seven, hour eight. You know what I mean? Because I really feel like energy is contagious on set. It's like camp. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're yeah. there with with a hundred people, and uh, and people just pick up on your vibe. So Rich comes in. It's the perfect amount of like prep, but also laid back. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you could be like so prepped that it's almost suffocating, and and every there's no room for discovery or exploration. But the person has their shots and they want to make their day. And then there's people, <laughs> directors that come in that. I just keep it loose. And you're like, I'm thinking, why didn't you plan this before? Like we're losing daylight. You know what I mean? And it's so yeah. I, the producer and me, I'm like, Oh God, you should <laughs> but it's like the perfect thing. And I have to personally say, um, my biggest episode of the season was directed by Mr. Rich. Ooh. And it was, you know, all each character gets their one big episode a season. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, score. Like, I just knew there's something about a director that acts that I think yeah. they can speak actor. Like, we're sensitive souls, but yeah. we also like to, you know, so it was like the perfect thing where I knew that if, if Rich was like, I'm good. Like, are you good? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, even if it was just two takes, I'm like, I trust him. I guess it's good. And then and then, if there was, like, one part that didn't feel connected, which would be, like, 
you know what, maybe try here. I think that'd be really funny. And I, yeah, I like that you get funny because Ella is, you know, she's a comedic little, little, right. little mm-hmm. nugget. So it was great. And I, I told Rich this, but I got multiple compliments from Netflix and Warner Brothers Ooh. about that episode in particular. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. You deserved it. That's oh, awesome. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, it's, you know, well, it's, yeah. it's fun. It's great. But, um, yeah. yeah, we're just two months away from crazy series finale. Yeah, that's crazy. And then what, 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 like, you've, you're a woman of many talents who wear many hats. What's the next hat? Like, what do you like? You, you obviously you've been in this bed for a long time. I'm sure it's yeah. going to be bittersweet, as you said, to exit. But yeah, where do you go? Well, um, directly, directly, I go here. I'm uh, I'm this guy's wife. Yes. Awesome. Uh, and uh, oh my god! And this is actually what's next. I, I think I can show you this. I think they've already. But this is a, a character I originated in the Marvel universe. That's me. Nice. Pretty cool. That's awesome. awesome. So what, who, what's the character? So it's, Elaborate. Oh, right. So Modoc um, is a super villain. He's kind of a, he, he's like the weirdest little <laughs> super villain. He, he floats around in a I love all the visual. Chair. I love your, your yeah, yeah. You're bringing a lot to that. this. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah we, our video component for our podcast has got a lot better. <laughs> yeah. A lot more value. Yeah. Rich is going to have to get this, this one out. I know you guys are visual peeps. I like to provide oh, yeah. 3D, 3D. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So this is Modoc. He is an evil supervillain who wants to destroy the world. Um, <laughs> he's got a lot of beef with Iron Man. Okay. Uh, and all he wants to do is destroy the world. Okay. And um, I play his wife. And um, the show is about, it's called Modoc, and it'll be on Hulu. And it's essentially about a supervillain who has a midlife crisis. Wow. So gotcha. all he wants to do is destroy the world and kill everybody. But he's got to deal with his kids, his teenage kids. He's got to take out the garbage. He's got to deal with, like, his wife, who's, like, getting her wings and, and you know, feeling her independence. And, you know doesn't feel seen. And so what I love about her is that, you know, she's not like the typical animation wife we see where it's like Marge. It's like, yeah, it's okay, Homer. It's fine. Right. It'll be okay. Like she turns into a bit of a villain herself. Yes. <laughs> so fun. And, um, and then and is, is it live action or cartoon? It's, it's a mix of, it's, it's cart. It's a puppet. It's more like in the vein oh. of chicken robot. Okay. But, it's it's like it's like of it like think of Gumby as the original kind of it's like stop animation. Got so, it. Oh, stop motion looking. It's okay, stop gotcha. motion. So it looks like a film. So when we shot it, there was thirty stages uh, at the studio, um, and the studio is called Stupid Buddy. So they literally had thirty stages going on simultaneously, and we had handheld cameras. And it's a breakthrough technology that's never been done before that Stupid Buddy created in order to do um, handheld shooting for these puppets. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's wow. cool. It's like, it's like a breakthrough in tech. It's a technological kind of breakthrough. And it looks very different than Robot Chicken, even though the puppets are made in the same place. Yeah. Okay, dumb question here. Dude, I can't but wait for the show. Do you are you in a mocap suit for the, any of this, or is it all just sort of done in the in the stop motion way, and you just come in with the voice? Um, just come in. Only you, with the voice. Only okay. with the voice. So they, um, yeah, they literally just have puppets, and then um, and then they each have like Modoc probably has like twenty different mouths, 
And um, and it, wow. it's, it's just so cool. And so we would be on one stage and it would be the Avengers Tower and they would show us the stages before we shot. And then you'd walk 10 feet and then you'd be in like a faraway galaxy. And um, hmm. and it's just, wow. it's awesome. just yeah. And the so Avengers cool. will make an appearance. I can't, I can't say who, I don't want to get, it's working for Marvel is like working for the CIA, even to get, yeah. My yeah. I have to go through like, five firewalls yeah <laughs> stressful yeah you know, retinal scan i'm like <laughs> <laughs> luckily you got big eyes easy to read <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was funny that you're describing your character or the the main character at the beginning you're like he's an evil supervillain, and i thought to myself are there nice supervillains? like is that it isn't isn't evil a prerequisite to be a supervillain, or are there am i missing something here? well like, i think supervillains are the heroes of their own story thank you yes yeah <laughs> rob's been talking rich <laughs> yeah how dare yeah. you rich yeah so i think in modok's mind he's he's just trying to fulfill his destiny and you know right. you complain with that so yeah so there's That's that <laughs> yeah that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to. I want to go back real quick to the, something you're talking about, Rich, as a director. I. I think it's. It's important to give him props for that. And I think, um, I've watched him go from an actor who likes to boss people around to actually being <laughs> a, a full fledged uh, uh, television director. And it's. Uh, it's. You know. It's been great to watch. And I think Amy's totally right. It's because you're an actor. You know how to talk to actors. But it's. I've also seen that it's not something I can go do. You know what I mean? I don't really have aspirations to be a director, but like, it's, it's not easy. And you know, I, I, I think it, you know, it's a, I rarely give Rich a compliment, but I, I really want to call him out. As a, what a proud moment. Of, proud of what Rich I'm has done. I'm getting all the feels. Amy, look what you brought out of him. I know it's the Amy factor. I mean, Tina was a little sprinkle of joy. Now Amy came in and added more joy. And now it's a joy sandwich. I love it. Um, thank you, Bobo. I've actually, it, it actually has been cool to direct Rob because we're buddies. And I don't mean like in our own thing. I mean in Supernatural where it's, you know, it's legit sort of third party. He's coming to play a character he's played for years way before I came on board with the show as a director. And that was fun. Mm -hmm. You know, was that yeah. weird for you at all, Rob? Like, was it, it was never weird for me. I was like, oh, it's going to be so cool. Uh, no, no, not at all. It's like Amy's saying. It's a it's a it's a breath of fresh air. You're, you're just like you're like, oh, good. I got someone who speaks my language. You know what I mean? I felt like it was in safe hands and I knew you wouldn't let me look like an idiot. You know, right, and, and I think your instincts are, are right. Um, my my biggest no. fear when I'm an actor being directed is that the person directing me is going to be watching, like, because we we all need a couple of cracks at it, right? Like, you, you maybe you said it in the dressing room in the car, and maybe you said it when at the camera blocking, but you really haven't had a lot of time to send this, you know, this yeah. this material to the workshop. You know, you're kind of like doing it on the fly, kinda. And I always feel like you do that. You get in there with that director who does the and the camera move works. And they're like, "Great, moving on." I'm like, "I'm not sure one yeah. is the number of takes right. I need here. I might need yeah. more than one." Yeah. yeah. But he's thinking it was on focus. Uh, the camera moved from right to left. Right. What else? What else? Yeah. What else is there for me to do? Well, that's you know, actually right? the other thing to kind of piggyback on what Rob said. As an actor. You know, sometimes we'll do an extra take because the hair was out of place or the shade in the background didn't fit continuity. And because you're an actor, I trust that when you're in the editing room, you're going to pick the, the best performance. Because if our audience is looking at the shades in the background, 
we're not doing our job as actors. 100%. I feel like obviously the DP wants the shot to be perfect, but because yep. you're an actor director and a director actor, I feel like, okay, even though we did four takes, the third one was the best performance. The fourth one might've looked the best, but I trust that he'll pick the best performance and has my back. Right. Like Rob was saying. Yeah. 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 You know, in baseball, they used to have uh, manager players. So there would be, the, the manager of the team, the coach, would also be a player. Like Pete Rose was also the manager. And that's what you are, Rich. You're a manager Aww. player. I'm, I'm Pete Rose. I'm, Pete I'm Rose. A, kind of a legend, but I'll never be in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are very kind. I appreciate it very, very much, your, your kind words. But I will say, and, and I was actually thinking about this today, Rob, because Rob and I have similar careers. We have in so much as we've kind of came in the the door similar age similar character actory uh you know rob's the better looking version of i'm the redneck version but we're kind of in the same sort of lane <laughs> and and amy you of course are a, a knockout but you you have fallen in this show to to playing sort of a comic uh sidekick character i don't mean that in a negative you do more with exposition than I have ever seen. I was telling my wife today, she's like, who you, who you got today? I'm like, Amy Garcia. I said, this is the woman, I said, Jace, this is the woman on my first day of shooting the first episode I directed to Lucifer who had to, it was a giant crane shot coming off a freeway down to the LA river, pulling across a car, pulling up and Lauren German getting out and walking. And, but all the dialogue weight was on you. All the dialogue of it. So if Amy stumbles, or whatever, we're we're going back up. Not one ma mess up. Me, plenty wow. of mess up. Not one mess up. And not just not one mess up. Again, it's not just she said the words right, so we'll move on. It's like crime scene minutia that, like, when you get as an audition, you're like, son of a fuck, crap. God no. And it's so you you literally have gleaned a three dimensional character out of out of thin air and not to say the writing on the show is not great but you have elevated what they have given you to such a fantastic level and i think that speaks to why you were added to the show i mean you were here you come in because i think you told me you weren't in the pilot right so you came I in wasn't in the first season right so you weren't yeah so she comes in and totally delivers something the show did not have and arrived with this energy and this spirit and which is why when you get the opportunity, and, and as we're talking to about Lucifer to Lucifer fans, not just in the episodes I direct, in many episodes, when you get a chance to land the plane, people get to see this other side of your character and your talent pool. That you are completely emotionally available as a character, that you're completely vulnerable as a character, that you can take the, the comedy spigot and dial it up or down as you see fit given the situation and the person you're talking to. And it's a really, it's an incredibly... Uh, complex skill you possess that actually you make look so easy that you might be often uh, assumed to just have that in your back pocket. And I'm telling you, I know that it's something you build brick by brick and you do it really, really, really well. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. Um, it's funny. I, I did a lot of Chicago theater and you only get one take. So I feel like my, my DNA is very much... I'm not going to be the one dropping the ball. If there's a bird or a plane or a helicopter or someone coughs or 
I feel like because I've been such a working class actor, I don't have the luxury to mess up because they're always going right. to pick what, you know, the bigger yeah. stars, they're going to pick right. their best take. So all yeah, of my right. takes have to be spot on because, yeah. you know, whatever take David Boreanaz, you know, and, and who I, who is lovely to work with, by the way, I worked with him briefly on Bones. I was like, I have to say this line perfectly every time right. because right. whatever take is his best take, they will choose. That's and what they so, use. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like that kind of, um, that kind of upbringing just kind of is, is, is inside me. But I will say the writers, I have to give them credit for seeing what this character could be and just writing it and letting me dance over at a crime scene and letting me add in Spanish and letting me add in French and letting me hug. Like, I didn't even tell Tom I was going to hug him the first time. <laughs> and he just went with it. Same. You know? And so, um, so it's, it's just, it's a team effort where they're like, yeah. oh my God, they're writing to your voice. Right. So it's so fun, you know, that they just get it and run with it. Yeah. You know, it makes sense to me now that, that uh, we didn't see you uh, first season, your Lucifer's first season, uh, Tom and uh, Ildi uh, took this train ride and we met them on this train ride from Comic-Con San Diego back up to LA mm -hmm. and all of Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers put all their shows on this one little train and, and it was magical we met them it was magical we didn't meet amy until that second trip is that true yeah it was the second trip where the, her whole cast was there and um yeah we met everybody you guys were just, yeah something so sad so i was invited to comic cons before my character had really aired so no one would be in line for me Aww. and i would just be in between people's whose line went like around the block and i'd be like Oh. <laughs> like, like, FaceTime my mom. I would like, you know, just talk to my handler, like this week. And she told her my whole, you know, and, and just chilling. And it's so funny how people, they're like, we don't know who you are. You yeah. know, like, like a couple That's of Dexter, hilarious. Dexter fans, Robocop, whatever. But, uh, you know, you'd get the, the couple of like diehard fans. But it's yeah. funny how they just don't know until they see you. And then you start seeing. Right. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that train ride was so great. Oh my gosh. Oh, that, the train ride was epic. Yeah. It was I mean, epic. I, I have no doubt that that's why Rob and I are associated with Lucifer. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I mean that's how <laughs> yeah. Rob ended up acting on the show and I ended up directing the show was because we sat down and Ildi sat across from us and boom, mm -hmm. Ildi the showrunner, coach. You know what? We almost had the, like, the caboose. I feel like we had like the- We did. We did. We had, like, it was the last car that was added yeah. onto because they had too many people. So Warner Brothers hired that glass domed specialty car it was the and most put amazing. it on the end of the train. Oh yeah. my and so it was God. all Warner Brothers you? people. Can I tell you a story about that trip up? Not on the trip back, but on the trip up. So I was a last minute addition. I actually went to Comic-Con only because Rachel couldn't. I don't think anyone knows that. So mm -hmm. Rachel last minute couldn't. And they're like, hey, Amy, like second, you know, and I go, yeah, I'm in. Put me in, coach. You know, I have no ego. I'm like excited to be invited mm -hmm. to the party. So I go, so there's no seats anywhere on this cart to San Diego Comic-Con. And I see a guy who, who could be homeless, I'm not sure. And, 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 uh, and he offers the seat next to him. And I'm like, sure, you know, uh, I'm not a judgmental person. I'm like, whatever, I'm grateful to have a seat. I sit down in the, in the, in the seat and, and I just start having a conversation with this guy and I'm blabbing, I'm like, yeah, and then this, and I'm talking about trees, why I love trees so much. And, you know, I'm talking about like ranch, oh, one day a ranch. And, 
And, um, you know, I really want to get like, I'm just going on and on. And he is just patiently listening and, <laughs> and smiling. And as we're getting closer to San Diego, I'm thinking, this guy looks familiar. <laughs> and it suddenly hits me that it's Luke Perry. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you have to understand, this was when River. Riverdale, Riverdale was yeah. on. And yeah. so I didn't know that Luke Perry was even in the game. This was like his, he hadn't done anything since. In a while. In yeah. a while, right? So I'm not even thinking. And he was like totally scruffy and all covered up. <laughs> and I finally look at him and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is Luke Perry. But, <laughs> but like, but just don't freak out. <laughs> don't get weird. You're a huge fan. I literally had his huge poster in my room to this day because my, my room is still the same. And I'm looking at him thinking, I have a poster of you in <laughs> my room, but wow. remain calm. Don't be weird. And he, you know, I was I, that was my only interaction I've ever had with that man. But I have to tell you, when he passed, I was so, mm, I was so upset because you can really tell someone's aura I think in a very short and small amount of time. And the fact that he didn't know me and knew that I needed a seat and offered the seat and let me ramble on. And I'm sitting here thinking like, is this your first time to the con? And, and I'm like, no, you know, you come here off like literally. And I thought, oh my gosh, he is the, he was the sweetest, most generous, just, I, I, he was so lovely, you know, yeah. and then at the end, and then I think, even, I think even Ildi was like, oh my God, you're so sweet for sitting next to the homeless man. At least you were Luke the only Perry one. Had a home. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. But I just, and literally Ildi was like, you are, you have such a huge heart. You're so <laughs> next to the home <laughs> <laughs> well it, and it's great because rob rob ends up with a lot of tunes that he writes during the podcast for example in this podcast he wrote a song called luke perry's not homeless yes. which, yeah. it, which will drop yeah. in there yeah. and it's going to be fantastic yeah. oh man luke perry never homeless luke wilson never too luke skywalker lived on tattooing where he roamed among the sand dunes, homeless. He wasn't homeless. Like he, that's, yeah. that's that was like I, I, my you know teenage crush right there. So. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean, I, he was a he, he was a big deal. I mean, he was covered Rolling Stone when we were in high yeah. school. Yeah. You know? Um, oh and yeah, from all he was accounts, iconic. He was like a James Dean type, like oh, yeah. quiet, yeah, yeah. brooding. You know, yeah. um, but yeah. what a gentle, gentle soul, man. I think you know. Yeah. Heaven has another, an extra angel up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By all accounts, he was just a terrific guy. And yeah. uh, my kids watch Riverdale, and they've done a couple of, um, you know, um, just like homages to him and uh, right. paid respect to him on, on a couple different episodes. And yeah, that's got to yeah, be The stories you hear about him are always positive. They are. Always Your positive. story? Yeah. A, lit a litany of stories out there when he passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That people came out. Con Hanks yeah. posted this fantastic story about Luke Perry being helpful to, to unruly children on an airplane. Mm. He said, he said that, and I won't I won't go detail in the story because I'll screw it up. But in, in short, these kids were going nuts, and Luke Perry carried, pulled out balloons and blew up balloons for the kids on the wow. airplane. And con, and con, and he's like, here you go. Con's like, 
how do you randomly have balloons <laughs> on uh, on an airplane? And he's, he's something to the effect of, is always allowed kid on an airplane. Got to have a balloon. <laughs> like, like he just packs balloons. And wow. I think Colin made a comment of like, to this day, I've got balloons on airplanes. I mean, it's oh just became, God. but like what a generous yeah. thinking outside yourself. Cause he had had kids and knew what yeah. it was like, you know, Jensen yeah. Ackles has a story too about him. Similar. Very positive. About how, how great he was. Uh, yeah. Right. When Jensen started the show, he like kind of took him aside and was like, if you ever need anything, you know, kind of thing. And you That's know where awesome. I think greatness is? I think greatness are, are those small moments. You know, my dad always said morality is the choices you make when nobody's looking. And yeah. I feel like it's those little moments oh, that, I mean, he, you know, that that you just make. It's like those slices of life in between yeah. decisions mm-hmm. of how you treat people and how you treat strangers and how do you treat, you know, the, the, the quote, least powerful person in the room. And, and right. so I think... He's a testament to just, you know, a guy that he's just a good dude. He's yeah. just yeah. a good guy. Yeah. And um, you know, made made people feel better when they were around him. So Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a great story. <laughs> that is yeah. a, good a great story. story. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I hadn't so, told that story before. But but yeah, I'm you know, I'm 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 just I'm I'm a huge fan of you guys. I did go and see uh Rob perform. You did? It was I know. That in was... a blue wig by myself Whoa. on yeah. Halloween. Was it Halloween? I don't remember. Yes, because you were going to a party afterwards. So you were in, that's why you were in costume. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you were going to some kind of costume party afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'm glad um, you forgot. You remember the blue wig? You're like, I wore a blue wig. There was a party? <laughs> it could have been Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I'm more excited about the dressing up for Halloween than I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. it is with me? Like if I tell someone I'm going to do something, no matter how small it is, it could be like, I'm going to pick up your mail. I, it's like, do what you say and say what you do. So I told yeah. Rob, I was like, oh, I'm performing and da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, I'll be there. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, I gotta go. I told him I was gonna be there. I gotta go. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like your Halloween party. You're like, I have five stops on Halloween and I'm, like, I'm gonna go. And literally Rob was like, these girls just, I, I, I told you this before that your fans are so sweet. I was by myself yeah. at the bar with this blue wig and I see all of the, I see like a bunch of chicks just going nuts over Rob. Like they're like, they're all yeah. taking selfies. They're all taking pictures of him. They're all taking pictures of each other. They're all so cute. And I'm sitting there by myself, like, you know, just on the, in the back and, and just supporting from afar and in front of the bar. And these girls came up to me and they're like, excuse me, um, can you see, are we blocking your, no, 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 I'm, I'm totally fine. And then like 20 <laughs> minutes later, another group of girls are like, um, Hey, I just want to tell you, you're really pretty. And that wig is so cool. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like your, your 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 musical fans are just so kind. Yeah, <laughs> so that's sweet. sweet. And that's I was awesome. by myself. You know who what yeah. who goes to a bar by themselves? Yeah. I well, do. first of all, it, that meant a lot to me that you came. So I'm glad that you sort of you. Yeah. I I would never hold it. I would I always assume when I say yeah my band's playing, but I never put it on anyone that they have to come mm-hmm. because I know what it's like. Um. Mm-hmm. So when someone does, when you did that, um, that meant a lot. I was like, oh. This this is a good friend, um, but uh, but I remember that I remember your wig and you know it, really what you pointed out is what has, has been so great about our our fans from the show and and the fans of of my band like there really is this family quality if, if you're there you're like hey us too 
You know what I mean? It's a very us two energy. Hey, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're all in it together. So it does not surprise me, but that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Especially like seeing a girl by herself at the bar. They were just so sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought awesome. oh, this, is, this is awesome. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, at the library in, in Hollywood. So were you so you were born and raised in Chicago? Yes. Um, what part do you mind me asking? What part? Uh, yeah. So I was born in the actual city of Chicago. Uh-huh. Um, and then I moved to Oak Park uh-huh. area. Yeah, like I know that. Western suburb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my dad and mom met at a Cubs game. Amazing. So, How more Chicago can you be? <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So cute. And, uh, my dad asked her to marry her three months after they met. Wow. Amazing. Oh, I my mean, God. My Puerto Rican dad. He's like, when you know, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your mom. I knew that she would be taken if I didn't, you know. I don't know why I'm making my dad Smart a time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think you went to the Rich Spade School of Accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you still have the Chicago. You're like, my mom. My yeah. Mom. I know. I do. When I, Especially when I go back home, I, I talk like a total Chicagoan. But yeah. Um, but yeah, they they are to- they're still there. They love they love it there and and um, and yeah, born and raised in Chicago. You and have they- siblings? Yeah, about that same thing. No, only child, which only I child, know is for a Latino nice. family. Um, but yeah, I just was a you know I I just grew up in Chicago. I my parents know nothing about the business. I was like this little ham who would just run like my speaking of musicals. Um, Rich, I was, I think, two and a half years old, and I went to see Annie. And I guess the guy behind me told my mom, he was like, she's a little devil. I paid a lot of money for these tickets, and I spent the whole time watching her. Because I think I was like this little... This little like Mexican Puerto Rico would be like, tomorrow, 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 and just into it, you know. And then I would come home and just run around. And and my my mom's friend, my mom's one of my mom's best friends was an agent, and she was like, you know, you should really get her into commercials. And my mom's like, she's not that cute. What a personality! Oh my god, she's not so cute. And um and then they needed a dancer for a commercial, and I started, you know with ballet and stuff. And my mom was like, that she can do. And then, uh, and then I just, you know, started doing the Nutcracker at Airy Crown. I worked my way up from like little bonbon to party girl to Clara. Wow. You did, you did, you did Clara? I did Clara. Yeah. I did Fritz. Oh, you did? Did yeah. you rich? Yeah. With the Atlanta ballet for a couple of years. Whoa. I'm a, wow. Renaissance man. I mean, yeah. I mean, geez, you make stuff, you shoot stuff. You know, <laughs> wear tights. You, you wear tights, you sing, you, your musical knowledge, encyclopedia. I mean, what? Amazing. What's going on over here? I don't know. Just what can I say? I'm a gift. Can I tell you? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so you're dancing, and now does dance something you stayed with, or is that did that sort of like is that just a chapter in your youth, or you, is that um, something you could do now? Like if you got casting musical, I know you, Lucifer's done a musical, but I mean like if they did yeah, a big Broadway thing, could you, could could you could get back into it? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It dancing. I think I'm a better dancer than actor, if I dare say. I don't know. Wow. If I, I mean, I have to. I'm not as limber. You know, stuff gets a little tighter and stuff. But like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't do this. Like, the I love. Splits. I love all your videos on the Instagram. I love uh, all your dancing videos. It feels like every time a young person is on set, like a kid. Oh you're, you're dancing with them. You do oh some kind gosh. of choreographed thing. And to, I mean, you know, like yeah, I've danced with. 
like you know tom back in the day was sure. like you would dance and yeah and uh and scarlet you know will always dance and then i'll just dance by myself like in my trailer if, if they're like hey we're not going to get to your scene for six hours <laughs> you just then dance. Just, like how do i pass the time so right. so i'll just um but i love it i actually just tried out for a musical a disney musical um oh wow i love it i would love to be like in a amazing off broadway broadway at some point i would... was the thing you auditioned for uh, uh, a play or a movie a movie but it's that's a amazing. Musical movie. Yeah. Nice. So for the, I've never auditioned for a musical movie, only for plays. Um, is it the same kind of thing where they have you sing and then do part from the script? Yeah. So you do your do your scenes, and then um, and then you they send you a track. Oh, you guys would appreciate this because you're musicians. Um, they send you a track with. Uh, what the voice should be and then they send you a track with just the piano and then they send you the 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 chorus with the lyrics so they'll send you the sheet music with the lyrics and then you sing the lyrics with just the piano accompaniment and um i feel much more comfortable singing when i'm moving so i would i choreographed like a little dance routine to the song so that I'm not just sitting there. Cause I'm not like American Idol here. Like I can't, I'm not like, like I can't do the pirate right, right. You know what I mean? yeah. like, like I just, I'm very, you know, when they asked me to sing the national anthem at the Dodgers game, I was like, uh, that's would be an emphatic no. And then I said, wait a second, this isn't about me. This is about respect to our nation. And you sang the national anthem at a Dodger game. It wasn't great on YouTube. Literally <laughs> comments. I'm not even kidding. This isn't me. Like, oh, I wasn't. And then I'm like, what are you? On the in on YouTube, the comments are like, she's not that good. And then someone else is like, well, you try singing in front of sixty thousand. And I'm like, yeah. I can't even. Oh. I, I, listen, oh I'm sure you knocked God. it out of the it's park. Impressive. I just think that's the most pressure I can possibly imagine is singing the national anthem, which just is it, just a tough song anyway. Like it's all over the range, right? And then the pressure. Yeah. The pressure. Oh, man. Well, I was so oh, nervous. God. I was so nervous that I sang it a cappella. I forgot to ask the organist to accompany me. And I was so nervous, you guys, that I literally sang it. And again, it wasn't great, but I will say when I was getting like a hot dog after, I, I did have a couple people be like, hey, thanks for singing it so simply and reminding us what the song is about and not making it about you. And I'm like, wow. let's nice. go with that. There you, That's go. there you go. There you go. My ego was saying, don't do this because I don't want to look dumb. But then I'm like, you know what? This isn't about me. This is no, good for you. a tribute to. Yeah. to honor to be asked. Yeah. To, yeah, you know? it's, it's an honor and it's a tribute to my country. You right. know, I am an American. And yeah. I said, if I'm being asked to sing the anthem of, of my country, then I sh should just try to practice as much as I can for a couple of weeks, do my best. And yeah. even though on YouTube, people were like, wasn't that great? <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, you got to figure like, yeah. you, you can't I like your mentality it. because it's so hard. Like, what are we, who are we, we're, we're honoring the flag. We're honoring people who yeah. serve the country. Yeah. It's a lot harder to go get shot at than it is to sing the national anthem at a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. But not to say that that wasn't a petrifying experience for you. I can't imagine. I literally I can't, can't imagine. imagine. I, I have. Can, I can't imagine throwing the first ball out. Like I did. Feel <laughs> like, I, I, I that too. Forget. It's fifty-fifty. Some you of them have? I did. Some of them. Yeah, I did it at Wrigley. Some of them I. Wrigley. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's the thing. You know what it is? I love doing things that scare me because I then have references. I always think, and I've said this before, but I always think of babies. Babies, when they're learning from, when they're going from crawling to walking, they fall a ton of times. They're constantly falling down and they just get back up. And then they fall yeah. down and then they just get back up. And then they fall down and then they get back up again. So I'm like, you know what? Why can't we be like that? Just get back up. I mean, that's a great, so, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Whatever. And yeah. then you learn, you know, fall forward. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be on my deathbed regretting what I didn't do. I mm-hmm. want to regret what I did. And it's not going to be great. You know, some scenes are better than others. My voice wasn't as good as it, you know, you have good days, bad days. Like yeah. you do your yeah. best, but I just feel like I don't want to be paralyzed by fear. I yeah. want to just say hello to fear. Be like, hi, I see you. I see you. <laughs> And then take a deep breath, be like, oh, you're still there. Okay, I see you. And then prep as much as I can and then kick fear's butt. (laughs) And then you have a reference point. You're like, I did that so I can do something else. You know what I mean? Wow. Outstanding. Holy cow. I I just learned something. (laughs) I know. That's badass. I love it. Wow. That's new mantra. I kind of feel like if if I did the national anthem and the way amy said people kept you know came up and said thank you for making it honest and simple they'd be like hey bro thanks for like butchering the notes man because now when i sing it in the shower i won't feel so terrible so bad, yeah and speaking of shower thanks for wetting your pants because i feel like that made me feel like my incontinence is not you know it's not that big a deal yeah, my fear is um, i'm gonna throw the first pitch and it's gonna go like that way you know what i mean like oh god hold yeah. on Oh, dude, I mean, the panic. I mean, and I'm not, I don't think I'm an easily panicked guy, but that, with that, you just hit two of my absolute. Oh, yeah. Massive fear. Well, good for you, uh, Amy. Good for you, man. I'm writing down kick fear's butt. Not only are you conquering. <laughs> be a baby. You're con- yeah, be a baby. Fall forward. You're not just ki- conquering your fears. You're systematically conquering mine and Rob's fears That's right, right here. That's Very impressive, Amy. <laughs> We're all in this together, you guys. That's amazing. That's we amazing. Are. Well, we love you lots, and we're really happy that you came on today. Amy Garcia, having you uh, not on the podcast, just on the planet, is a joy. But to actually <laughs> have you join us here yeah. has been so fantastic. Yeah. We were all so thrilled that you uh, agreed to join us for a little we're really excited. chat. Yeah. Uh, well, time flew, and um, thank you guys for having me. And uh, keep doing your thing, and hopefully we can all – have a non-virtual hug soon. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yes. exactly. That would Fingers be crossed. Nice. And, we're, and we're going to have you back. you got a litany of things going on in your life. We're going to yeah. have you back to talk about Seriously. it. Yeah. So awesome. Come back. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Amy Garcia. Thank awesome. you, Thanks, Amy. Amy. Have a great weekend. You Bye. too. Bye. 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 It's a king's car.